This is episode 51 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we give our E3 2012 postmortem and start it all off with a game of grades. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mitch. And this is episode 51 of the podcast. This is the Hangover Cast. Where the we Hangover are, 2. Yeah, the Hangover 2 where we are talking about E3. So it is the post-E3 cast. We lived. Uh, yeah, we lived. We, we, we lived through E3. And the drunk cast. I drank two Mickeys during the entire cast. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, so I, haven't drank, I haven't had a Mickey since college. And even here's then the thing. it was a bad idea. I didn't drink every time we said to drink because I had, I had things that I had to do. <laughs> I had responsibilities <laughs> that night. It sounds like you guys like had a time after. I had look when I woke up the next day and I saw like like all the shit that like sort of laying around the house that I just like obviously didn't take care of before I went to sleep. I was like, yep, I must have had a good night last night. <laughs> I was like, I usually put that away before I go to sleep. Why is this in the middle of the floor? A lot of stuff. It was good we, night. Did we play Mass Effect three afterward? Was you, yes. Yeah, we, we played okay. two rounds. Okay, we did. I had to and be then... a dad. I couldn't play. Oh. That's why I couldn't get. That's why I couldn't. Because like Jen was like, "Is this a good idea?" When she saw the Jim Beam bottle out, <laughs> she was like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "I need your help tonight." <laughs> Speaking of, I've got a podcasting buddy sitting next to me. Hi, friend friend of the show, huh? Yeah, friend, friend yes, of the friend show. Of the show. Friend of the show. She's officially past Nick. Yes. <laughs> My daughter's officially past Nick for uh, <laughs> the show status. Nick is now Nick's... acquaintance of the show. <laughs> well, no, I thought he was. I thought He's he enemy. was officially enemy of the enemy show. He's now. enemy of the show now. Okay. Didn't I call him Starscream in the show? Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I like that one because he's like technically allied with us, but he's also against us. We'll just call him Nintendo of the show. Let's just. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. When are we going to let. He, he has to join a podcast so he can defend himself. The, the, basically, we're going to talk shit about him until he joins a podcast. I don't know if Nick hey, really that's cares on him. that that's much. On him. To he's invited tonight. He's off yeah. there living so, it up in California, sitting in hot tubs and shit. He's in Palm Springs tonight, so F him. Yeah. So I guess we can go ahead and jump into E3 talk. We're going to start this cast with games because otherwise, because we're with a game of grades, we're going to grade the different conferences. Uh, we figured it'd be better to start it with games so that we weren't trying not to talk about these for the whole cast because that would just be awkward and weird. Yeah, so does this mean I get to use the game time clip for the first time in yeah. uh, a couple weeks? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, we, I guess we haven't had a game in a while. This is going to be exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's, Which is like, yeah. I'm already excited for you. <laughs> All right, so we are you gonna, not? we are going to start the game, and we are going to do grades, and we are going to grade each conference. Immediately we're, after, we're going to grade them in order. Uh, so Microsoft was up first, so you can game time this. Game time. Okay, so first up is Microsoft, and I'm going to say Jeff because I know that Jeff didn't watch. <laughs> I'm going to make him grade it first. So D. Okay, we'll just do grades, and then we'll do give our reasoning. Mitch, uh, I'm gonna give them zero percent. That's not just how we're just doing. trust. No, trust okay. me on this one. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll go now. D. I'm gonna go. God, someone be so boring. I'm also gonna go. Whoa. Okay. Wait. If you guys are okay. Sorry. I'm just like if you're going D here, then where are you going elsewhere? Um, I'll go. I'll go D. So where are you going to go elsewhere? All right, I Jeff, guess I guess, I guess we're going to have very similar grades for a couple of these things. All right, who do you want to hear from? You're in charge of this. Jeff. 
Um, so the only thing I even remember them announcing uh, is Smart Glass, and then I guess the Gears of War prequel. Because I feel, so I didn't watch the, any of the conference stuff. I just watched the stuff that I cared about because I didn't want to use my free time to watch the conference. The Microsoft one was long, actually. I think yeah. it was like an hour and a half or more. So, so most of what I'm working lot, on, most so of like. To, to be honest, most of what I'm working on with for grades for all of these is just like filtered through your impressions, but it's also kind of like what's filtered out into the news to talk about. And it's like smart glass, okay, a fucking iPhone app, uh, you know, that's fantastic. And a prequel to a, a game series that we thought was done. But of course they couldn't, you know, let that dead horse lie so they had to beat it some more um yeah no it just sounds like i believe they're curb stomping it now yeah yeah the big pieces of news that came out um the conference opened with halo 4 um mm. a few minutes of halo 4 but um, we are, i mean and, we already knew about halo 4 right that wasn't yeah yeah right yeah but seeing it in action and everything okay. yeah yeah we, we actually saw first gameplay um of halo 4 of campaign anyway we had seen as a little bit of multiplayer um so it was halo 4 I don't really remember what came right after Halo 4. Was it was Gears uh, of War pretty soon after? I think so. It was um, Halo 4 and then I want to say Tomb Raider. Okay, it might have been Tomb Raider. i look at my post here and I'll let you know. It was uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Yeah, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Yes. We saw Gears of War. Um, we saw a lot of Kinect and we saw a bunch of media stuff. And that was pretty much it. Um for the for the whole thing. But I just want to go give some a quick bullet points of like here's kind of what we saw. Before we move on to what was next, I guess Mitch, what were your what? Explain your grade. Okay, so I gave them zero percent because they didn't come to this to present games. They came to do a wrong conference, so I'm doing the wrong game, and I'm giving them percentages. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mitch is, See, the, Mitch is the Eddie. Yep. Yeah, you just edited this. You just edited <laughs> this whole game. Uh, but there was more. Horizon. There was more logic behind what he said, <laughs> and less trolling. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Once again, oh, shots hey. fired. <laughs> Dang. I didn't do I didn't do like D Microsoft or something, which is like what you would have done. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I thought it kind of made sense. Any <laughs> explain your D? Uh, well, I can't give them. Well, because they showed Halo and um, you know Splinter Cell and uh, Gears of War and even like Forza a little bit. Like because of that, I can't give them an F. Like, and I liked what I saw of those games. It's just it wasn't enough. But they spent so much time on, hey, we can do this shit in Spanish now. And, oh, look, we've got sports stuff. And, oh, an Xbox music thing. And then, like, all this other, like, just crap that, like, you know, like, I'm sure will sell well for them and everything. But, like, it's not what we care about. Like, I feel like Xbox is, you know, Microsoft is going further and further away from games. And they just want to control your whole living room. And it's, uh... It's disconcerting, you know. They've even said that the Xbox was the Trojan horse to get into your living room, and then once you open it up, instead of a bunch of Trojans, it's just, like, apps and shit that your whole family will want to use your Xbox, so you never get to play games, so you're going to have to end up buying a separate console and put it in a different room. So I think they're actually just helping out Sony and Nintendo or something. I don't know. I'm rambling. Yeah, uh, did, were you guys expecting... At least, uh, the way the conference started going, because we saw Halo 4 so early, we saw Gears of War so early, I was yeah, expecting... The Gears of War thing was disappointing, because it was just like a little trailer thing. Yeah. Well, I wasn't I was interested expecting... in Gears until they started talking about the flashback mechanic. But was that yeah, part of the presentation, true, yeah. or was that later? No, no, no that, that was, was later. Not part of, that would have been good like if they'd done that. Wheel. Yeah, so that, yeah, it yeah. seems like that stuff came out like a day or two later when they were talking about it. Like in that, that I love playing with narrative in a game like that's so interesting to me 
I'm actually kind of like well, and it adds replay playing. value to the game. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, the, I think that Mitch posted this on the site. There's going to be this mechanic in Gears of War Judgment that allows because um, it's basically these guys telling a story, and so to add some replay value to the game, sometimes they'll misremember or they'll, they'll remember things differently and it'll change enemies in the level or it might change weapons that you have because they don't remember you know, what the enemies were or remember certain things about the level. So it, it little tricks Which to add. Neat, it's, it's a neat way to um, yeah. use something that's been there forever but do it in a storyline way. Like it's, it's yeah. you know, put a gameplay element in the story. It's, it's very, very good. Good on them. Good on them. Very impressed. Um, I, what I was going to say earlier is I don't know if you guys felt this way but I felt like they came out with all these not all these they came out with like a couple of games early on I was expecting like a big announcement at the end because of the way I was expecting way, something a little bit yeah I, I was expecting because that's the way E3s usually go it's like okay here's our stuff here's our stuff here's our stuff and then kind of boring stuff of and then they like nail it and then at the end it was like Call of Duty Black Ops 2 yeah. <laughs> for like 15 minutes this was the yeah. like this was a going through the motions kind of. When it comes to the games, this was they were very going through the motions. You know? I mean, like, yeah, like you we can't... got another Halo, we got another Gears, and old Call of Duty. All right, guys, see you. Yeah, yep. call of, another Call of Duty doesn't count as a surprise. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, the thing that drove me nuts, and yeah, the the reason for my D, I'm trying to make that sound as sexual as possible. <laughs> um, you did, you did, because I was there with you. The, the uh, I put my D in here. <laughs> the reason I put my D in this. They took a D on the stage floor. Is yeah is um well it's kind of what Anthony what you were saying about how they've moved away from kind of hardcore games. My, to me, a few years back, maybe longer than a few years now, maybe like six years back, Microsoft was the most exciting every year at E3 for several years running because they were showing new franchises. You know what I mean? I feel like maybe when we first started, like talking about gamer sushi. I remember I feel like Anthony, me, and you would kind of do email chains, and this was back when like. But you know, back when you were like really on with the PlayStation 3, not that you're not now, but you know what I mean? Like we would go back and forth and, the, and I kept telling you the reason I was excited about the 360 is because we, we were going to see new things out right, of game. Yeah. And, and I wasn't going to buy it for a long time, so I was in my, I'm hating this because yes. I can't afford it right now. <laughs> and so like for several years running, like six or seven years ago, Microsoft was like, they were the most exciting at E3 because you weren't just going to see another Mario and you weren't just going to see, you know, another Metal Gear. Like you were seeing new things and they seemed excited about the games and everything. And now it's now like, they're just like, they, they're just like, you know what, this guy, this is hard. Like, <laughs> games are hard, hard guys. I, I could have even dealt with, as much as I think Connect is dumb, I still would have, I still would have understood that. But the fact that we talked so long about entertainment features. That, that went on that, for, Ever, it drove me nuts. The sports content stuff, and then the music, and then the oh god, like yeah. And I get just... that E3 is for like investors just as much, if not more than, or not investors so much as like like shareholders, <laughs> you know. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that, but it seems to me that they're also excited about big games because they mean more money, <laughs> you know, not mm. these features. Yeah, uh, it's just. I don't know. Like the like, I really love when the South Park guys came out and was like, you know, and they made this game doesn't. Yeah, and they made fun of all the shit they had just seen. Like, yeah, did that, you hear about that, Jeff? No, no. What did they do? Yeah, the South Park yeah. guys came out after a trailer for, um, I guess, Obsidian South Park game, which actually looks pretty fun. Yeah, the uh, South Park RPG, the Stick of Destiny. They came out and they were like, they were like, have you ever wanted to play this game on your Connected phone? To your oven. You know? <laughs> yeah, like on your on your phone while looking at your like tablet on your PC while connected to your oven in your refrigerator. 
just like yeah. mocking all of Microsoft's connectivity stuff that they had been. Yeah, talking. they were clearly the only guys who were not reading off a teleprompter. Yeah, and they, they just came out. And they they talked about the game real quick and said we got to go back and work on it. And um, yeah, and they just sort of trolled the connectivity stuff. It was pretty funny. Yeah, they were like, you can't do that with this game. You just play it. Yeah, well, this is just game you play. You could tell even they were like, what the fuck is this? God forbid you just play a game. I mean, jeez. Yeah, because look, let's talk about the smart glass thing for a second. Like, you can figure out what's going on in Game of Thrones by paying attention to the fucking show, because like that doesn't seem to be a problem for most people. But they're like, this will make you more immersed in what you're watching. How no, will looking no. at something else and taking my eyes away from what I'm watching immerse me more? No, I only no. look at my I only look at my iPad while I'm watching TV if I don't give a shit about the show I'm watching. Like, I, I don't... exactly. Yep. <clears throat> that is yep. that is my and measure of I am not actually watching this. Is on, I turn the phone like on vibrate or put it over on the other side of the room. Like like I'm watching the show. Like, yeah, like when Jen's watching Biggest Loser, that's when I pull out my iPhone and or like, like get yeah. on my laptop and I do other things because right. it's like I kind of will watch it with her, but usually it's like I'll just do something else, you know. Exactly, you know. So yeah, I don't see how distracting you from it is going to make somehow that better and you know, they're like, "Oh, well, it'll have an app that follows you." while you're in the game and so then you know you can give you tips on exactly the area you're in or whatever i'm like yeah it's called game facts you know and it already exists you know and the other thing is like well when you find something in halo 4 and you can see it it'll bring you you know give you information about it. you'll find a waypoint it'll give you information i'm like yeah it's called a codex and that's usually in game so are you taking stuff out of the game now to put it in the app like you know what i mean like is the next dragon age or mass effect the next is the codex all going to be on this app instead of like in the game so I, I so know, I, I can just, not download it and never read it. Yeah, it just yeah, seems exactly. like it, it's basically it seems like the kind of stuff that like here's my, like it seems like the kind of stuff that dudes in their forties and fifties, you know what I mean, like things think that young kids like, want to do. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, it's like because they're always looking at their phone. Because like, I've well, known no, some guys, not. I've known some guys like at different jobs I had that are always kind of like you know the guys in their forties and fifties that are like they love technology like genuinely. But they don't know how to apply it in a way that's like that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like they're just like we just gotta add it. You know I mean like just gotta make it more technological. You know what I mean? Because that's what people like and that's neat. You know, and they're fascinated by it. And it just Can seems you get like us the, on the Googles. Yeah, it just seems like the kind of features that like some guys in their 40s and 50s, maybe not for it, more probably more like 50s, came up with that probably genuinely like these things and like we're just gonna connect everything. Just it'll be cool, you know, and like yeah, because they think that kids are always on their phones, but they're not. When you're playing a game or when you're watching a movie, you generally, or if you're engrossed in, it, you like it, you put it down and you pay attention to that. Yeah, you know, because they're like, oh, everyone's always looking down at their phone, so we gotta somehow incorporate that because, you know, I hear I hear people talk about this like with like NBA like games like oh you know we have to make everyone always looks at their phone so we have to make somehow what they're looking at on their phone exciting so even when they're live at the you know, basketball game, there's something that they're looking at on their phone that will contribute to what they're looking at on the basketball court. And it's not, it's like, if you go to a basketball game and you spend a lot of money and you're looking at your phone, there's no hope for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're just whatever. So I don't see whether it's like chasing these types of people like that. I don't know if they really exist. So, all right, well, let's move on to Sony's. Uh, we'll change up the order a little bit. Mitch grade Sony's press conference. Uh, C. You Anthony. C. Ha. Mitch and Anthony giving the same grades. Same grade. <laughs> Jeff. Q? <laughs> I don't know. C? I'm going to go B. My, I'm going to go B. Oh, At least oh, my oh, joke right. answer made made sense, Jeff. I, well, yeah. 
I actually was trying to think, like, what do I even know that they showed at the Sony thing? I don't know. The they showed games. Eddie did a really good post on it on Gamer Suit. <laughs> they showed, they showed, games. Website. Okay. They showed games. This is why I gave That's it a That's the thing. Yeah, they, they showed games. They, yeah. came, they yeah. came out showing, like, a montage of, like, here are the great games. And then they pretty much just talked games for a while. Um, they, they mentioned briefly, like, they got Netflix and Vita and everything, or, and, you know, Netflix and Amazon and all that. And that was, like, literally lasted, like, two minutes, maybe. Yeah, the thing that they spent the longest on, but I understand why they did, was the Wonderbook stuff. Because it's a cool concept. Um, I don't know how much you guys heard about it, but the Wonderbook thing is like, it's a thing for Move, essentially. And it's like you get a book, like a blank book, and it'll project 3D images onto it. And, I mean, you're looking at the screen mm-hmm. and the book in your hands, and it's like this like crazy 3D kind like of pop-up thing. fly out of the book and like fly around the room yeah. and set and, fire to the book. And, it's gonna ha- and they have a partnership with uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, called the Book of Spells, and it's essentially like you're at Hogwarts learning how to do spells, and she's writing original content for it. Um, they demoed it for too long because <laughs> it Dem- wasn't the, even working. The demo was cool, but it went on a little too long. Yeah. yeah, it went on for a long time, but I understand why because that's kind of a big partnership. You know, that's one of those things that you want to ham up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that but, was that, that was the problem is the demo for that and the demo for God of War went on too long. Yeah, the demo for God of War was a very long demo, and it's like, okay, it's God of War, guys. We, yeah, they we could know. just said it's God of War. Here's what it looks like. Oh, cool. Okay, move on. Yeah, um, but you know what it looks like. But I gave them a B just because they showed games, and they didn't really surprise. They didn't really show anything that we hadn't seen. That was the one thing about, I guess, about all beyond. The, beyond was about the only thing. Beyond was the only thing that they really announced. I guess that was my main thing with Sony and Microsoft that neither of them felt the need to like surprise us. Surprise with anything. Yeah, that's what we. That's because the for. last gen is next year. Now, that's my thing. The last gen is next year. That's why I think we're getting a God of War and a Gears of War prequel right now. Is oh, because, because they, they're just they killing don't want to. Yeah. They they, they, they don't want to push time. themselves too much on this particular. Right. You know, if you get a Gears of War four or God of War four, then it'll be on the next gen, and that's why you're getting a Halo four because we know that five and six will come on the next system. Yep. Yep. So they're just killing time with these uh, prequels. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I I give it be just because they showed games, but that was my thing. There wasn't many surprises. The Beyond announcement was pretty cool. Uh, I thought that looked really. I mean, I know what we know what it's going to be. It's going to be heavy rain. Yeah, it's going to be heavy. Uh, rain. I really love heavy rain. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with a little bit more heavy rain. Yeah, uh, and and Ellen Page looked like really, you know, that that was some uncanny shit. <laughs> um, there was Ellen Page as Jack from Mass Effect. Yes. <laughs> um, I had I had a few. Um, Speaking of heavy rain, there was there was a thing I was maybe going to post where it was uh, I don't know if you guys saw where the guys from Quantic Dream all said they were really unhappy with heavy rain when it shipped, and in my head I was like, then why ship it? <laughs> but probably because I had to at that point. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But still. So what were they saying about it? They were just they were unhappy with the story. They were unhappy with like the gameplay. They were unhappy with the cutscenes. I was like, it's like they were unhappy with every aspect of it, and I'm like, well, maybe they're just the type of people who. No matter what, they're always going to be unhappy with the, whatever that they game do. needed some work, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that game did need some work. It was good. It was oh, good. I mean, it know, was good. You know but I mean, it was. Like it certain, was like. You know what I'm talking about, though. There are certain artists who like they're never happy with what they did. Even you still, I, mean? I stand by my my it, statement. It it was a uh, a B I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, a, I agree. A, a cable like B thriller that had some interesting oh, yeah. ideas in the gameplay, but yeah, the story was ridiculous. Oh yeah, of course. Now that that's that's one thing that does interest me about them getting like uh, a 
a legit actress to play a character in this because I was like that maybe that means they won't have a bunch of terrible voice actors and like French kids, <laughs> you know, if they're yeah. actually casting like legit actors this time around. You, you know, they probably like well, I mean, maybe it'll be like Mass. Unless Effect. they blew all their budget on a yeah. page. Well, I was gonna say, you know, the, the the Mass Effect games have a fantastic voice cast. It is possible yeah. for a game to have a great voice cast. It just depends on if they get the budget to do it. One thing about that trailer and then the reaction to the press is you know there's that scene where the cop is talking to ellen page and she's not saying anything and you could kind of like hear some i felt like you were getting some snickering i saw some stuff on twitter about like oh good job you got her and she's not saying anything it's like you know acting is more than just talking because we know she did motion capture for this Dude, i think so, some of so the best like, actors do all of their acting with, right it's in and the, like, it's these, in the like, eyes like seriously but it kills me because like these game journalists are like you know we want something better and more mature than just all this violence or whatever and here you're actually getting someone who's acting without talking and they're all snickering like she's not she's not talking why are they got her for voice acting i'm like you guys are fucking kids like, yeah. like you guys say you want all this you know new stuff or whatever and then you just like troll whatever you see it's just annoying but seriously i swear to god like there there's some ask that scene was really tense and creepy there's some oscars that i i would argue were won on facial expressions alone like eyes mouth like stuff like that it's not what they say it's it's how they right like really tiny little things to it yeah um but yeah eddie my grade to see the reason i gave it is same reason you did i just didn't want to give it too high because um other than beyond uh you know i didn't see anything new although the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royal was it looks pretty cool. I might give that a try. And um, but to me, what was more exciting than the PlayStation Battle Royal game was the fact that you could play it on the Vita. Also, yes, that you could just get the you could just play the game on Vita, wherever you were. And I'm like, that's that's a really really cool feature. Yes, that's really cool. I like that. I love the uh, the Assassin's Creed pirate ship thing was really neat. Yeah, um, that was awesome. I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, although I thought it was <laughs> the way they did it. I thought it was that. I thought that was the Vita version for a while. <laughs> The way, um, oh, the way they introed it. Yeah, the way they introed yeah. it because they just went into it. And then, um, I look, I can't tell you enough. Like, I'm so excited for The Last of Us. That looks so so good. The the cool thing about that about that demo, um, Jeff and Mitch, I guess you guys saw it or I'm not. I'm actually watching it right now. The, I, yeah, I, I, I saw never got around the, to watching the gameplay. The crazy thing about that demo is that the vi- the violence. And Mitch, you posted a thing about this too. Like the violence in it, like it. Me, Anthony, and I were talking about it earlier. You said like that it that there's consequence to it. Like it's, it's consequential. Yeah, they're making you feel the pain. Of the life. violence is really disturbing in the demo. And I yeah. think that's how they want it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I heard that also um, in the uh, longer demo that you know the people got to see backstage. There was it wasn't just like straight through shooting. There was more like talk between the characters and more like exploration of stuff and everything like that. And it wasn't just like straight through you know fighting and violence there was more there was more to that section that they didn't show well one interesting thing i saw on twitter was um the guy that is making the uh penny arcade the next penny arcade game Mm. um that looks cool um yeah the one it's just like an old school rpg yeah yeah the death uh the games yeah um the guy that runs that he he was bringing up an interesting point i'm not sure if i entirely agree with him because obviously his his viewpoint is skewed towards kind of indie low budget you know mm-hmm. but he was mentioning about the last of us he was like the game is gorgeous he was like but he was like how long do you think it took artists to build these lifelike areas he's like like how would you feel if you were the guy that spent a year working on those rooms that this demo took place in 
like the one the rooms that that happen right before the violence where you they just walk through them real fast yeah you know he was like how would you feel if you were the artist that spent a year on that and then everyone just walks through them and doesn't look at them i hope that they didn't take a year to build one room (laughs) but but you know i mean like that kind of stuff and so he was posing the whole thing of like why why are games he's like the last of us is it looks awesome and like it's the graphics are awesome he's like but why do we keep seeing all this stuff for more like like realistic graphics you know what I mean? Like that was his thing. He was like, "Why are we trying to get to realism, like photorealism, when we have like this opportunity to make like a really cool art style?" Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you have you have both Borderlands two, Borderlands, and Borderlands two is not, you know, realistic. It's but that's, that that's, sort of shelf shaded, you know, kind of thing. Like, um, well, I'm not there, disag- there, I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm, but I am. Uh, no, I know. I'm just I'm just to his point. Like, I mean, there are more than just you know that type of game out there. Like. Yeah, but the big ones are all trying to push for photorealism. I mean, because they want to make it look like, like a movie. Yeah. So that's, I, that's why all these guys think that they are like filmmakers. That's true. Like, well, yeah, no, I think that's that's fair. I, I think they they feel like you know if they make it photorealistic, people more will will um, associate it more with you know movies and maturity. Yeah. Whereas the stylized and, and stuff the, feels more cartoonish. The yeah. graphics sells games, man. I guarantee you there's lots of people who, you know, that game looks awesome. I need to play that, you know. It's I just, just I, I think it's interesting. I feel like it I feel like I'll be curious how this generation ages because of that. Yeah. You know. It's true. Like like we've talked about it before like Wind Waker still looks gorgeous to me even love though it was it. Last, you know, every time I see it, it I want to play it. Yeah. Well yeah, I that's, so, I think I think like games from before the 3D era age better than games from the start of the 3D era. Yeah. Oh, yeah. easily. Easily. You can go back or something like that or uh, donkey kong country looks like ass yeah don't don't play that mitch what did you think of the press conference i thought it was good i like the games that they showed but i gave it a c because they went on for that spellbook thing too long <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that was trolling on that spellbook yeah well i i watched the whole press conference and i was like jesus christ wrap this up guys we get it i want to give but, credit uh, a, a shout out to the lady who when it wasn't working, she did not like you know look off to the side like shrug or like oh my god what do I do? And she just kept trying <laughs> and trying because that's so show. embarrassing and so tough to do. And I just want to give good. We for needed her that. Cause... We needed that guy out there from last year to be like good job, Jeremy, but whatever the lady's <laughs> name was, just like good job, Susan. <laughs> yeah. So good deal. Okay, so let's move on to Nintendo. I'm the curious what one. you guys are going to give this one. Um, Anthony. F. Dang. Okay, Jeff. F. Mitch. Ninefto. All right. You're the Eddie. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm also going to go F. Wow. Good night, we, 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 we Good night like, everybody. We probably Drops have like three, three Nintendo fans that are like, I'm done with you guys. F you guys. <laughs> it's just like, a that was more. the greatest press conference ever. How did you guys not love Nintendo Land? <laughs> My body is ready for it. All right, Mitch, you go first. Give me, give me, why, give me the F. So F. it's... Uh, <laughs> I will give you my F, bro. Uh, it started off. It started off pretty good. Like, what? <laughs> what body part is that? Yeah. If you have to ask, you don't want to know. You're it started off pretty good with like the Miyamoto stuff with Pikmin and everything. Like, I never played the first couple of Pikmin, but I know people like it. And it's a new game. I say that in air quotes because we haven't had Pikmin in like ten years. But um, that started off pretty good. Like, if you're Nintendo, do you feel like okay? Let's see. Microsoft started with Halo Four. Sony launched off with like, all these games. Beyond, Let's you know, open dude. up with Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> like, Look, I don't know. I dude, don't underestimate Pikmin. the power of Pikmin. Like people have I been clamoring for people, Pikmin. People love Pikmin, but that is not a Halo Four. I just I get the, the mental image of them just being like off your conference with Pikmin. Yeah. I, for some reason, I just I, got the mental image of them like fumbling around in the back, just like 
find the Mario, find the Mario. That's the thing. They sh- well, I'll let, I'll let Mitch continue. Go ahead. Shigeru, put this Pikmin in your pocket and then just smile and people will love it. Yes, but yeah, this- switch to Japanese. Yep, exactly. This thing, it just went downhill so fast after Reggie came out just to, to talk about the Wii U. Like, all the way downhill. Like, the more I, I actually didn't finish watching it because I think I got to about, like... Oh, you you should have kept going. It got better. The time they were talking, like, we Fit You, I was just kind of like, alright, I'm done. <laughs> I didn't finish watching it, but... Here's my F. thing. After last year when no one knew what the Wii U was for, like no, like like I feel like consumers didn't know what the Wii U was for. I feel like this year Nintendo didn't know what the Wii U was for. They still don't know what it's for. And that's... They have no idea who the system is for. It was crazy. Like that that was the thing in the press conference. I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, this has to be because I emailed you guys and I was like, this thing sucks. I think <laughs> like I couldn't figure out. I was out so if it glad you did that because <laughs> I was like sitting there like I can't be the only one that's hating this right now, right? You know, like. It's... Because it's just constant mixed messages, you know. We're gonna court the hardcore gamer, so we're gonna show you all this crap that's not for the hardcore gamer at all. And the stuff that we do show you for the hardcore gamer is for games that you already own and have beaten and have hundred percented and got all the achievements and trophies for. Yeah, like um, <laughs> with added stuff that only makes the game more annoying to play. That's that's just depressing. That like they they think people will be excited about the games that they could already have played. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like the way that they touted like Batman and stuff. I'm just like, we we played this already. Yeah, we played it, and it's you know, oh god. And then they showed like Mass Effect Three. Be pissed off one more time. Yeah. Well, and, and like, uh, I guess I guess those like the the people who are so crazy about Nintendo that they just like held on to their their Wii and clutched it to their chest and were like, no, I'll never get a 360. Now they, can, now they buy... can be excited and and play the games that. They could have been playing for like two years. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but I mean, that's that can't be that. That large. one guy. Yeah. yeah, the one guy. The guy that unsubscribes. <laughs> yeah, the last guy. <laughs> and then well, like they have the Wii or the the, the the Wii Pro controller, which is just basically the Xbox 360 controller. Like so the, wait, that's the Wii so, Give Up controller. Yep. Yeah. You're, it's, this is your revolutionary feature that's going to change the way we game forever, but you don't have to use it. Yeah. If if you can play games with the controller, then why should you? Right, and I thought the whole point of the Wii was that games have gotten so complex with all these buttons and everything. We're just going to let you wave your TV remote at the screen, and you're going to be amazed by it. But now we can suddenly well, people train like everybody. iPads, Anthony. People we, like iPads. Didn't, right? Didn't you but, know? I mean, Microsoft all, and clearly but this like still in, has in, all the buttons. That's what in, I'm saying. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the, buttons, the other thing. Like they back and an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> They, they, they clearly don't understand why the iPad actually works. <laughs> oh, and you can use two game pads, but if you do, it'll split. It'll it'll half the frame rate from sixty to thirty. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Like I couldn't believe. Like this is what I was. This is what I was uh, telling you guys earlier. Like, it, this is a launch year for them, and their E three was that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like usually for like a launch year, people like even with the Wii, like they had like tons of stuff. Like here's what's coming out on this system. I was Get excited, excited about the Wii. No, I was excited about. No, the Wii I was too. Out. I like I was there on day one, waiting in line to buy one. Like, like that's the thing is that usually launch year E threes are like huge years for companies. This and, is a like, chance to get people excited to compel you to be like, look, spend this money. Yeah, and they had they had nothing. Like that's what was crazy to me. Like I expected them to have stuff that I thought was stupid. You know what I mean? Like I expected at least for them to at least parade that around, but they didn't even have that. They just didn't have anything. Like I was excited for a second about the new Super Mario Brothers two, but then it was just like, ah, it's just more Mario, but it's you know it's colorful, it looks you know it's, it's Mario, but but it is it's just more of the same Mario that sells really well for them. And then after that, it was just the same crap. It was the 
the the Wii Fit and then the Sing the Karaoke game and you know just all this you know crap like and Lego City Undercover and all that. Here's my like, big thing with the Wii U also is that like I never know uh, and Jeff and Mitch I'm not sure how many game stuff game things you've watched. I like I don't know what you're supposed to look at when you play. Like are you supposed to look at the TV like cuz half the time they're showing like the same stuff is going on on the screen and I'm like that seems so cumbersome to be looking at the TV to play a game and have to look down at the Wii U to constantly Well, I mean, can't you just also use that Xbox 360 rip-off controller? Yep. So you don't even really have to use the Wii U yep. pad. So yep. what why yeah, even so have like it? what's what's the point? What, like, who are, yeah, who, yeah, and, and like you're selling this to. Whenever I so whenever I do end up like pulling out my iPad, it, it's because I have paused the game to look up something. So mm-hmm. you know, how often is it going to end up being like, oh, I need to look at my iPad. I better pause the game. You know, and when I say iPad, I mean like I I, I need to look at this knockoff tablet that they've, you know, think. Well, is you know, such and they had. Idea. They're also using it so you can like leave little messages for your friends on different levels. Which no one. But will they said. Do. Every single message will have to be vetted by a Nintendo. They will like look at every message before it can be posted. So they say that it'll take me like a half hour to an hour for every message to be posted. But they also said, but well, we understand that you know one of the fun things about social networks and stuff is the instantaneous aspect of it. So yeah, so half hour to an hour, that's not very. Yes, it's like they know this stuff, but they're like, yeah, but we're not going to do it that way. And like their Nintendo Land thing, which is their version of Wii Sports this year, which is you know a collection of mini games to show how they uh are you're, how everyone else is supposed to use this amazing technology it took them about five or six seven minutes to explain what was basically pac-man versus and everyone was still confused at the end congratulations yeah like, it, you've done fucked up <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry yeah. I'm like I, I can't shit on this enough like i really I just, <laughs> it's so bad i mean and look it'll probably still sell really well and i'll bang my head against the desk a whole lot and just marvel at the way people act. And, you, and may, look, you, uh, okay. maybe it Do will be amazing. Do you honestly think it'll – I don't think it's going to sell that well. When my sister we, told we were, me last night she heard about it and she thinks it sounds awesome. We were talking earlier to uh, Drill Assassin. We were playing Mass Effect 3 with him. Shout and, out to my boy. And he was at E3. Um, <laughs> and he said that he got to like play the Wii U. And he said he didn't like it, um, but he was like families are going to love it. Yeah. Like that's the thing is that like families playing in the room together doing that kind of stuff they're probably going to eat it up. I mean I, I have some friends. I, 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 I have some friends I, I where still don't I still don't think it'll do that well though. Yeah, but, I don't I don't think they'll buy a new system, especially since it uses most of the stuff from your Wii already. Most people who are not familiar with video games will say, well then why do I need this? Yeah, I mean so so I do have some friends where they they like to find games that they can play together at the same yeah. time. So I could I could kind of see that working for some people, but even still, like I don't think it's gonna because the people who were excited about the Wii, they're not gonna spend another you know, they, right? They're, they're not the the early adopters. They're they're probably not the type of people who need to upgrade to the newest thing as soon as it comes out. And so, the hardcore is definitely not gonna buy this. Yeah, so I'll be curious not to see how it sells, but I feel I feel like it's not gonna sell very well. And also, it has a shelf life because let's say the three, the seven twenty, and the PS4 come out next year. Well, now all the hardcore games that will be ported over, you know, the PS3 and 360 games that get ported over to the Wii U, well, now they're gonna have to be downgraded a lot to go on the Wii U. The you know these new next gen games. So you, your system's already obsolete a year later. What are they 
Seriously, just someone tell me. Like, what what are they thinking? Just I, I just want to know. <laughs> like, I don't know how old you are. Yeah. I, I, something I, something like, I brought up recently is is that like Nintendo's playing catch up to this generation while also trying to sell it this as like their next generation console. It's a current generation console with a screen in the middle of the controller. Yeah, but they're trying to sell it as like next generation next gen. to the yeah. hardcore, I guess. But it's playing catch up to this generation, I guess, just because you can run Batman at sixty frames a second. Yeah, that makes it next gen. I don't know. And then, like, you know, I posted this on on the site. You know, they're looking at you know making a new Zelda, and they're trying to make it uh, for as broad an audience as possible. And I understand that means you know they want it to sell really well, but they said they understand people didn't like the last one so much, so they're trying to figure out a way to make it where you know everybody can get something out of it because it's not one of their super huge sellers anymore. But that's like if you wanted to appeal to the hardcore, like you had originally said you did, that's not the way to go because that's like your hardcore franchise. That and Metroid. You know, and if you try to broaden those, I mean, you're just you're that's all you got to to that to satisfy the hardcore. And if you're just going to broaden those, then, you know, like, look, yeah, you said you guys said it yourself. Like you need the hardcore to sustain your platform because the casuals bought like one game a year and they were content with that. I think the reason that the, the Wii worked as well as it did is because honestly, it was made for a specific market. Yeah, it, you know, we we didn't realize it when it first came out, but it really was made for that family casual market, and they they did a really good job with that. Yeah, they really good a job that. because now those people have discovered gaming elsewhere on their phone and on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. but and, but that's that's the thing. Like, you can't make a console that like you really can't make anything that'll please everybody. You you get a lot more if you make something that that pleases a big group of people a lot and maybe catches the others like. You, you have your primary target that you're going for, and that's when it works the best. Which is what worries me about Microsoft's direction also, and what makes me feel like Sony's the most focused on who their... On gamers, yeah. On, yeah, on who their, their games are for, and like who mm-hmm. their system is for, kind of going for. Which is crazy what a turnaround that was, because six years ago that wasn't the case. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that that's why I thought about maybe giving Sony a B because like of the three press conferences made by, by the console makers, they're the only ones that spoke to what I want and what I want to see out of you know these companies. And, I, well, and, and then they were the only ones I felt like knew their, knew who they were and what they were doing. <laughs> right. Too. Yeah, exactly. That's true. They did gloss over the Vita. And Nintendo, that was the thing too. Nintendo, I was, I'm sort of thinking about buying a 3DS, okay? And I was, I wanted to see some good 3DS stuff at this press conference and they just glossed right over and they're like, we're going to have another smaller thing like 3s is like your only success right now uh you should have they should have spent some time in the big press conference about that but they needed like 55 minutes to explain to you how this controller works because it's so amazing and innovative well they had another conference before this one to tell you why yeah to explain it and then they spent the whole conference explaining it too yeah i just don't even understand i can't even i i I don't know i don't know (laughs) I, i just you were the chosen one. You were supposed to destroy the <laughs> Sith, not bring, yeah. not lead us to darkness. You were supposed to, you were supposed to you know, lead the hardcore, not. Oh, God. And and with that, I think we have driven Nintendo into the ground. Yeah, I think we can <laughs> think we can lighten up a little bit and move on to. We're not going to grade um, Ubisoft and EA, but they also had some press conferences. I guess we can just talk about in general about some other games we saw. I kind of wanted to talk about Watch Dogs. Yeah, uh, from the Ubisoft conference. O M G G G G G. Yeah, so Watch Dogs, it it's so it's hard to describe what it is. I mean, it looks I'm it looks like essentially the Assassin's Creed engine in modern day, mm. um, uh, souped up because it was the the demo they showed was gorgeous. What was crazy is they when they when they previewed it there at E3 during uh, their press conference, it uh 
was like a it had like a two and a half minute intro video that was boring as hell <laughs> that was just like like glados voice talking about like the future and all this stuff and i was like what is this stupid game and ubisoft is pretty weird so i thought it might have been something really bizarre and weird like laser tag that they were going to bring out again or sex yeah (laughs) which is how they led into their press conference yeah because we're all Uh, a little bit gay um and so they so i was expecting something really weird but then it started off and i was like oh this is kind of neat this is kind of neat looking um But it gave me almost, and this is going to sound weird, but it gave me almost a Red Dead Redemption vibe in the sense that, like, what was I, what was so cool for me about Red Dead Redemption, there was shooting and stuff, but most of the game was, like, riding around and, like, being a part of this world. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like just being a part of this world and seeing it, like, happen. It felt uh, like a living, breathing world that happened, that went on without you. Yeah, and so to me, like that's what the Watchdogs thing, like, kind of looked like it had going for it. And the admittedly, the the demo took a kind of a nosedive when the shooting started, because I was yeah, I was excited about the idea of a game where you're sneaking around, disappear. Like I, I read a review one time about Assassin's Creed that said what's cool about Assassin's Creed stealth is that it's born stealth. It's not like Metal Gear Solid or like Splinter Cell. It's like it's like Jason Bourne stealth because you're disappearing in a crowd. Mm. You're being stealthy like in a group, you know. And the idea of being able to like be stealthy in like this modern day setting and like hack things and like program things and bug things and listen on things without shooting to me would be like the coolest game ever. I just want to call car accidents all day long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I got the impression that you... I mean, you didn't necessarily have to end that mission that way, I would, I would assume. That's, that's what Drill was saying when we were talking to him earlier, that he got that impression when he watched the demo like in line somewhere. Like They probably uh, wanted to show off the, the gunplay, but I, I would hope that you can play that game. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm terrible at stealth. I am so <laughs> bad at stealth. I'm not good at it either. I, I, think I, the only, I think if the game is well-made enough then I am able to adapt to it. Um, so I'm better at Assassin's Creed stealth, but also like the later Assassin's Creeds are a lot more forgiving when you fuck yeah. up and stab somebody you're not supposed to stab or <laughs> you know, drop a body off the side of a building like I normally do. Or it's jump like, off oh. a building by accident and stab somebody, which like in real life would never happen. Yeah, yeah. Like dro- we'll drop it off the side of a building into a crowd of people who are just like, what is this dead body doing here? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's hard, they all it's hard to explain that story. Was they just sort of look at it and they're like, eh, eh, crime. Why'd you do that? Here. I don't know. I just jumped off and landed on that guy with my knives. <laughs> um, he broke my fall came... with his neck. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> so I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'll probably end up being the guy who accidentally blows up an entire, you know, intersection because I needed to kill one dude. But um, I, uh, okay, yeah. that sounds awesome. Don't <laughs> yeah, I just sold. <laughs> No, I beat the Ship shit it. out of my TV with my the, wallet. The thing that I excited me, and I feel like they did a good job with the details. Like I, I, like you were saying, like that living, breathing world. You watch, and it looks like everyone in the crowd is having an actual conversation. Everyone in the crowd it's is doing something. Is yeah. Doing something. Right. They have their business that they're doing, and and it's like, I also like that you could sort of investigate every person, and they had their own little story. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's neat. Because I'm I'm playing Infamous Two right now, and like. The city is like dead. I mean, there's people in it, but they don't talk to each other. They're just walking around. Nobody says anything. Like it's probably just, the same shirt. Like the same a lot guy of time, with the there's like no time. city sound effects. Yeah. Like there's no. You're in like New Orleans, things. but everybody has like a New York accent. Like, yo, they're stealing these crates from the docks. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is it? So yeah, I like that this one. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong, Infamous Two is great. But I like that Watch Dogs feels like you know, like even more 
better GTA than GTA is now. Now they've confirmed that it's it was running on high like on a high end PC and that it they've they've said it'll come out on the PS3 and 360, but they're being cagey about all its platforms. Which you makes, feel like maybe the best version will come out next gen. Yes, it makes me think that it'll probably be one of those things where like a dumbed down version is released, you know, on the PS3 and 360, and then like probably like Star Wars a. Like Star Wars 1313? Star Wars Uncharted. Yeah, I guess we can move on to that a little bit, too. Unstarted. Yeah, Yeah, Jeff, did you watch the preview for that? No, no, I didn't. I didn't realize it was a... It's on the site. It's on the site also. I don't go to the site. Okay, imagine if if Nathan Drake called people laser brain, and then you pretty much got it. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like... it. it, (laughs) And imagine the place that you're Uncharted is like on the side of a spaceship or a shuttle. The demo was gorgeous. I'll, I'll watch really it now. Good. Although after thirteen thirteen, I I, I kind of want to see what you guys think about Tomb Raider. But I'll watch the the thirteen thirteen. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that. I want to talk about that too. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll be on kind of the Uncharted train. Yeah, so kind of talking. Talk, yeah, that, that was exactly <laughs> my train of thought. It was like the games that the sort Uncharted of like two Uncharted. train. Yeah, um, but no, like Star Wars thirteen thirteen looks really interesting. Um, and the thirteen thirteen is referring to a level on Coruscant, right? Yes. Yes. Like a sub level. Uh, yeah. 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 Where the mob hangs out. Probably mm-hmm. Black Sun. Yeah, it looks. Oh, Prince Caesar. It yes. looks really interesting. I was at first I was disappointed because I thought all we were seeing was that cutscene, but then they showed like snippets of gameplay, yeah. and it looks pretty cool. Um, that's another one where they're being cagey about like what all platforms it's going to come out for. But the other interesting thing is that they've said that the bounty hunter in that is a placeholder character. Right. They won't say who you're playing as, and I'm thinking Boba Fett. Give me some Boba Fett. That would make me really happy, in case you I, couldn't tell from the little dance I did. My worry, my th- the reason I don't know if I think the Boba Fett thing is real is because he's got a jetpack, and I feel like that would destroy some of the gameplay that they've got That's going true. on, where yeah, he's like he climbing just, around, just, like, fly around, oh, God, like, okay, well, brrr, like wind button. Maybe it'll be Boss <laughs> or Denger. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll use some like beloved. I hope it's not Dash character. Rendar. I'll fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dash Rendar was cool, right? Dash Rendar was Han Solo while Han Solo was frozen in carbonite. <laughs> Pretty much. I like how like they just dumped all mention of the Force Unleashed just yeah. to focus on this. It's like yeah, we're like, probably no never Jedi. gonna Yeah, no we're Jedi. never gonna see the Force Unleashed ever again, I bet. Which is a good thing after yeah. that last game. Now that was one thing me, Anthony, and Drell were talking about today too, was how cool it was that they're that they're saying like you will like no Jedi. Um, although I was saying what would be yes. really cool though in a game where you're a bounty hunter would be cool as if there was a boss or like a level where you're having to go up against a Jedi and you're severely outmatched and like imagine like a level where he's like he's chasing you and you're just trying to get away from him. Yeah, he's chasing you and he's throwing stuff and you're climbing over stuff. You know what I mean? Like that to me would be kind of a cool way to include a Jedi in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, Eddie, considering this that that this game takes place during the original timeline after the Empire has destroyed all the Jedi, it he is just put on unlikely. his pedantic hat. By the way, he was that's, just like, that's, that's the derp voice right there. <laughs> um, it, uh, hi kids, Neckbeard here. Um, it is highly unlikely that Jedi. Oh please, they just make one. Up. That's just, yeah, just oh, what, yeah, that's just what sure. this franchise does that's the now. Thing too. There, Lucas like is ruining whole, canon. There's Dude, whole, Lucas, like, Lucas Jedi retired. Out. He says, "Fuck it, I'm out." No, seriously, he he did. He, yeah, he, he announced that who their successor will be. It'll be yeah. Uh, no, he, they they uh, it's the, the producer uh, Marshall. Isn't that what uh, Kathleen as long Kennedy? As it's not, Kennedy, Kathleen. Yeah, Kathleen Marshall. As long as it isn't Rick McCallum, I'm good. No, no, it's, no it's, it's Kathleen Kennedy. Um, St- oh, Steven Spielberg. It's the, it's right. the yeah, voice Kathleen actor Kennedy, that played Jar Jar. Uh, the lady who produced... Oh, that best? Indiana Jones and all that. <laughs> it's not even the voice actor that played Jar Jar. He, like, it's... relinquished everything to Jar Jar, the character. It's Anthony <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we can talk about... There's not a whole lot to talk about with Star Wars 1313. It so looks we should, really oh, awesome. We and... should probably move on to Tomb Raider. 
for a little bit. I don't have a lot to say. I'm not. I never played any of the Tomb Raiders, but this looks I've fun. Me neither, and this looks like the first one I'll play. Uh, so um, I've played some just... of uh, Underworld because it was one of the PSN Plus free releases a couple months ago, and Under it's where? it's interesting. Like whenever I had played a Tomb Raider game before, like years ago, I would oh, get... I did play the Tomb Raider the P the Xbox Live Arcade game. Yeah, but that's awesome. a that's Lara Croft in the Guardian yeah, of Light. That's, that's not, not a really a Tomb Raider game. game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Eddie, that's not a Tomb Raider game because mm-hmm. it says Lara. All right, Croft. I'm just eliciting dirt voice from everybody now. <laughs> uh, well, they even Thanks, sold they they even kind of sold it as yeah. not a Tomb Raider game. So um, sold you a yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider game. They want to let you know. No, but what I was going to say is, whenever I played a, tried to play a Tomb Raider game years ago, I would get frustrated with the controls and give up after like t- ten minutes. Same here. Same here. But now that Uncharted showed us how to make it properly. At first, I thought you had you had missaid that as tit minutes, which I was like, how appropriate. Tit tit uh, minutes. Uh, that's that's instantly. So you know. Uh, I want to talk one thing about um, the fact that every time you know, like I think they're doing the same thing that they did in Last of Us. They're making the violence consequential and brutal. Like it looks, not, it like, looks fucking intense. It looks like yeah. an, it does. It looks like and, a, it looks like an R-rated horror movie. Like I, I know. Yeah, like, like, did you see that Penny Arcade comic where they're like, okay, we're just gonna be doing voice work today. It's like your face is getting eaten by a bear. You're falling down <laughs> and hitting every tree, and then a jagged pipe pierces your sternum. That's good. I'm glad that they mentioned violent things because everybody else watching apparently thinks she's like a porn star who's being penetrated constantly and is enjoying it a lot. Because they're like, all her grunts, this is making me uncomfortable. It sounds sexual. Uh, well, then you've got issues because that's a woman in pain. If that sounds like sex to you, uh, seek help. Seriously. Like, because I heard that so much and I'm kind of, I'm like really annoyed and offended by it. Like, that's not, Nathan Drake grunts and like moans when he's in pain and everything, and no one thinks that sounds like he's having sex. But a woman does it, and all of a sudden she's oh, she's just sounds sexual and everything. That makes you uncomfortable. The problem is with you. Continue your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, I just had to get that out. It lo- I mean, it, I I actually haven't. It's uh, supposed I've, to make you uncomfortable. Is the point? But not I don't. In the way I don't that so it, the video it. I watched. I don't remember the video I watched having that much in the way of like grunting or screaming but i think they might have toned it down this time but last year it was like a big thing yeah i kind of remember i kind of remember people bitching about it but i'm just excited it looks intense and and i think that's an interesting way to go with it because one of the things i think tomb raider has done more over the last couple games is they've played with the horror aspect of it a little bit more so it seems like they're going like full bore on like it kind of looks like it might be a horror game you know yeah, it's like a survival. Like what I like is it for the first time it makes me care about Lara Croft because every time before she's this rich big boob lady who's like a superhero practically, and there's no consequence to anything that happens to her in the game. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like the, the emotional toll or the violence or anything like that that I've seen. Like I said, I haven't played it. Yeah. Uh, but this it makes me think like oh like I actually care about what happens to this person because she's going through a rough time and you know you want to see her overcome the odds. Well, they've also implied that like she wa- she ends up walking around like injured for a long long time. Oh really? Oh, that'll be a meme. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if you think about it, Uncharted Two has that chapter, so yeah, where that, he's yeah. basically like limping. So it's so funny because Uncharted is like was always like the male version of Tomb Raider, and now Tomb Raider has learned from Uncharted, like, oh, you did our game better, so now we're gonna try and do our game like you did. You know, but it seems like they are everything. bringing their own it's stuff really, to the table though. Cr- no, no, I'm not, not saying it's copying, but I'm saying, like, you know, but I put their own spin on it and everything, and it's like, they're going to be able to make a better Tomb Raider game now because of it. And I like that. Like, it's, it's you know, a give and take, and I, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really into it. I'm, I'm definitely going to play, play it as long as the reviews aren't like, it's pure crap. Mm-hmm. 
it's interesting because um, I was listening to the the Rooster Teeth podcast earlier this week, and Monty Um was on there talking, and he I guess he interviewed at Crystal Dynamics, which is like uh, the studio that makes Tomb Raider or whatever. And on the podcast, he was talking about how when he interviewed there, they were very big on like we're not Uncharted, like this is Tomb <laughs> like we're not Uncharted. So it's very funny that they're emulating Uncharted in this way for this game. Yeah, yeah, but they're not Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, not Uncharted. Well, I mean it, the. You know the the bow and arrow seems like an interesting touch. Um, just the intensity. You're the bow. bow. You're the bow. Twenty thirteen hashtag. Yeah. The 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 intensity of of everything going on that seems like you know a different spin on it. Um, obviously, Uncharted has like platforming and puzzle stuff. We didn't really see any of that. So you know, I kind of want Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider has puzzle stuff too. From from what I've played of Un- Underworld, like there's whole big sections of like moving blocks around and finding secret doors and shit. So I'm sure that's there. I bet. I bet in the first two games on the, the PS1, you moved a lot of crates. Yeah. A lot of boxes. But yeah, I I, I think I had always read that it had puzzles and everything. So I mean, those might be fun too. You know, like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking forward to it. One thing we should talk about, and I'm gonna let Mitch talk about it, is Dead Space Three. Oh, I thought it was Assassin's Creed. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Yeah, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed looks good. Oh, what do you want me to say about Dead Space? I thought it looked neat. It's yeah. kind of weird how they're making it into a uh, co-op shooter, but uh, apparently they're it's optional. Yeah, apparently the Penny Arcade Report did an interview with them, and one of the things they said is that if you don't play co-op, then it's just you by yourself, and if somebody else jumps in, like the entire game changes to reflect the fact that there is another person there with you. Who so it's like douche? they. It's like they built two games to accommodate whether or not you want to play alone, which is good. I mean, I tweeted that, according to everyone everywhere, Dead Space is a Gears of War ripoff now, and one of the developers at Visceral Games uh, replied back to me and said, it looks like that, but we know what we're doing. And we'll deliver. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive much? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, then I looked at his Twitter feed. This and survival horror just... game looks like a bro shooter. Should I be concerned? It was just him, like, replying to people and saying, like, this is just a trailer. This is not indicative of the final product. We know how to make Dead Space, and we will make Dead Space. So he, they, I think they seemed a little defensive of that trailer. But chances are they probably didn't even make that trailer. No, no, I'm sure or they pick had, what their, their marketing department probably did that to Or them. even yeah, pick what part of the game the... to show it. Uh, what part of the game to show at the EA press conference? Because I'm sure EA was like, show the shooter part, and they're like, well, we actually, people are going to, yeah, yeah. Well, who are so, going to say so, that you know, we're a bro you know, shooter? Pe- people say that that playing co-op sucks the the scariness out of it. I call bullshit. Anybody who's played Resident Evil Five <laughs> DLC will know what I'm talking about. That shit is fucking scary, even when you're playing in co-op. It is. You got to worry about somebody else. Now, the reason I don't like that in Dead Space is because Dead Space. I know this one seems like it's mostly on a planet but maybe we'll be surprised has always been in space on a space station or on a ship and being isolated alone in space is really scary like i i get that more on dead space than resident evil because resident evil like it was still tough and scary like when your friend goes down and you're like oh shit i gotta get to him and everything like that was that was really intense so um, i think there's a i, I think that you can still make it scary. i think you can still make it scary with co-op though i think it is possible you still can, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully they will. I probably will play it solo because that's how I want to play Dead Space. But no. I'll, I'll wait and see what they say. On Penny Arcade, he actually had an interesting idea because he was saying, like, what Mitch was saying, that what was it meant to the game, like, changes when you had a new person in it. Like, it'll even change cutscenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, to yeah. reflect the fact that he's there. I, yeah. I wonder so, how they'll explain him, like, showing up if well, you drop in. <laughs> Penny, Ar- well, Penny Arcade's theory was that he doesn't exist. He's in your head. 
Yeah, yeah, he's in your head. He was like, I'm calling it right now. He's like, that mother, effort, that mother effort doesn't exist. I am Jack's douchebag partner. Yeah. Or Isaac's in this case. So it's, it's Blops 3 is what you're saying. Yep, Blops 3. Yeah, at the beginning of the game, Isaac is kidnapped and brainwashed into killing President Kennedy. and uh... <laughs> Who is a necromorph, because obviously. <laughs> yeah, of course. I uh, want to eat your flesh. That is my Kennedy impression. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Just do the rest of the cast on that, and I think we'll be good. Uh... Hey, don't talk about, about flesh-eating in Florida, okay? It's a sensitive For subject. Oh, a supper. I uh, want some bath salts. Oh. <laughs> wow. Thing. So, were there any other games that any other things we're talking about um, from Assassin's Creed Cree? Assassin's Whoa. Creed Cree? <laughs> yeah, sorry, drunk cast. Yeah, I thought that looked pretty good. I mean, it's I don't really know what to say about Assassin's it because I'm like, oh, more cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like game yeah. I was I was already definitely going to buy anyway. Yep. In, uh, I, Please, I bought it already. Just... I pre-ordered it. You don't need to keep selling me on how cool it's going to look. The animation looked a little rough in the trailer they showed, but it's still got a long way to go before it's finished. So. Why don't you go ahead and ship that game? <laughs> I'm ready for it. My yeah. body is ready. <laughs> yeah, my body is ready. Let's see. I, actually I, haven't, think I haven't pre-ordered that one. I pre-ordered Borderlands 2. But, uh, not that was the game that I didn't see a whole lot of out of E3. None yeah, of Gearbox's stuff showed up. Aliens Colonial Marines didn't show up. That Brothers in Arms game that they showed off last year, which I'm pretty sure is canceled by this point. Hmm. Oh, you know what? The one that was cool like in Glorious the... Bastards or whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the one where they yeah. put they put plus signs on the Nazis' arms instead of swastikas. Yeah, that one. Uh, you know what looks neat is the new Need for Speed, which is by the makers of Burnout it does Paradise. Look neat. <laughs> because I love Burnout. This is basically it's a sequel to Burnout. Is what it is, and I love Burnout. It's my favorite racing game. Yeah, Burnout um, Paradise is awesome. I'm probably gonna end up picking that up. I'm thinking about maybe getting this one because obviously I'm not getting a follow up to Burnout Paradise, so this is what I'll have to deal with, and I'm I'm fine with that. It looks cool. Can I just say like how shitty it was for the CEO of EA to come out on stage and basically sit like go, "We love nickel and diming you." Yeah, <laughs> and the first thing he talks about awesome is DLC. Yeah, the very first thing he said when he came out, I'm like, even if he, I understood what he meant, but it's like. You gotta know what your public perception is of your company right now. Yeah, don't come out that. and open with that. <laughs> it was like yeah. three years ago. The game you bought is the game you got, and now we charge you out the ass for stuff that should be in the game. It's like, okay, thanks. Um, thanks for pointing that out. One. Uh, oh, uh, I'm also excited, and I posted about this about that Final Fantasy uh, that's coming for the iPhone or the iPad. You know, it's an old school. Final Fantasy with random battles and but it's a brand new game. It's like and it's a brand new game. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll slap my if I could throw my wallet at my iPhone, you know, I would do that. Like, you can do that. Can't wait. Put, put it both it in my... your pocket and slap your pocket. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> yeah, do a little dance. Well, Make them rub against each other. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Well, well, suddenly, um, it, this, this is the sex from... podcast again. This is um, non E three related. Um, Get the hell did off this cast. Did you hear that uh, You know, Jason Rubin, the guy who used to run Naughty Dog, is now head of THQ? Um, and I heard that. He, yeah, and he was talking about Saints Row the Third, and he said that you know it's a great game, uh, and I would like those guys to be able to make a game that um, is not embarrassing. He was talking about the content, and he basically just called the game embarrassing. Like He's like, it's not a game you can play in front of like your wife or your kid, and he just <laughs> said basically, like, just shit all over their biggest selling game. Um so I think that's interesting and newsworthy, and I just wanted to bring that up and see what you guys thought of a new CEO shitting all over your best franchise. Yeah, for a com- for a company that's pretty much relying on that IP to keep them like afloat. Yeah. yeah. And they've got a another like full 
price expansion coming out for that game in the fall. Ouch. Just yeah. be like, that game's not very good content-wise. Well, em- em- so, like, embarrassing, embarrassing is different from not good, though. That's the thing. Like, embarrassing means that, like, it's kind of, you know, I can understand that. It's kind of hard I, to... I know, I know there, there's some games yeah, where you have to be like, yeah, I, I you know, if I was married, I, I would probably be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play this in front of my wife. <laughs> yeah. Or I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, like for the people who worked on that game that you now, um, you know, are their boss, that's not that can't be good for morale, right? You know, like that's just I don't know. It's if sort I would of it's sort of a backhanded compliment. It's like they're great, but I want them to do something that's not embarrassing. Yeah, you know. And and plus, I mean, that game sold so well because well, one, it was because it was a great game, but like the over the topness and was what drew everybody in, you know. Uh, so it was kind of like a selling point. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a little, little odd to be running around saying that. I just I, I have it. it on my shelf. I haven't played it yet. It's fun. I really like it. I was, I think, in my top three or four of my games last year. Yeah, my my brother bought it and he bought it and he was just like, here. He bought it, bought it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this turned into the drunk cast too instead of the Hangover with all the. I'm, I'm t- I am I am not drunk. Uh, I don't know why I can't speak English anymore. Foreign cast. Foreign cast. <laughs> You're bringing us over well, to your Canadian way. Are, are we done talking about E3? Because we're done talking about E3, we can wrap up the cast. I think we. I think, I think we we're can. done. I think we're done. That sounds bueno. So if you guys want to, you should. No, not even if you want to. If you don't want to, I think you should be made to do this. You should rate <laughs> the cast. Uh, by by listening to this podcast, you have uh, signed. You have signed a, a, a contract, like a yeah. terms of agreement that you have. To Magical. And Did you read our our invisible uh, EU LA? Uh, before listening, because if not, we should add true. we should add one of those to the site right now. Yeah, before this is uploaded, we'll, we'll hide it in some like page that no one can find. Yeah, those are the best. Oh, so, yeah, you should rate and review this cast on iTunes. You should follow GamerSushi twitter.com slash GamerSushi if you want to follow me. I am twitter.com slash Eddie Revis. Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Unsquare, and I still speak English. Yeah. Twitter.com slash mi7ch. Follow. Uh, follow. follow Starscream of the show, Nick Camardo at twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. That's Peace. podcast. We should just like have Nick do a, a podcast by himself where he just has to like apologize profusely. <laughs> no, he should be like, hey guys. Hello? Is anyone there? I'm pretty sure Nick doesn't give a flying fuck. It's like two months of podcast.